When the sun rises, I wake up and chase my dreams. I won't regret when the sun sets, cause I live my life like I'm a beast. What up? You're listening to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. Hey everyone, it's good to be back behind the two turntables and a microphone today. I'm Dr. Justin Short, and I get to be your host for the day. I'm giving Derek and Steve a break as they just completed their mini-series on finding your lifestyle practice, and I think they did a fantastic job on that, as always. But today, we're going to focus more on your practice, whether you own your own practice or are going to own your own practice I want to give you something today that you can take back to your office and start working on tomorrow to help you better it. And although I don't have a way to quantify it, if this topic sinks in and you're consistent and intentional with it, it will make your life easier and make you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your career. And some of you are probably rolling your eyes and are like, yeah, right, Justin, BS. To those who are saying that in your mind or maybe even out loud, I not only say shut your mouth, but I will double down and say it's easy and it costs you no money in training or equipment. But first, if you've been around TLP for any length of time, you likely know we onboard the vast majority of our new clients for our online course, TLP Academy, or one-on-one coaching during our, quote, launch weeks. This is where we open the door to new signups for a period of seven days. We normally have three of those per year, but due to COVID, the COVID cluster, this year, there is only going to be two of those times. And the first one is going to begin Monday, July 6th, next Monday. Now, this launch is extra special because in this launch, we will be rolling out our brand new updated course, TLP Academy 2.0. Steve and Derek and I have been working on this and tweaking it and refining it and rewriting it for the past 12 months. And I'm really glad to say it's over, but it turned out pretty amazing in my opinion. In this, the main course, there are about 50 plus modules where we lay out the nuts and bolts of how we ran or run our practices from A to Z. There's also a ton of bonus material, forms, and other trainings for you to take in use with your team now inside the course. And we're just super excited to get it out. We hope it's very useful for a lot of docs, and I know it will be. Now, for those of you who are on our email list, which if you're not, you should be, not just because I help create the content, but I know it's good stuff. We practice what we preach and we try to keep things as poignant and actionable as possible. And we try to cut out the fluff in all we do. So if it's not good stuff, we're not going to send it to you. Of that, you can rest assured. But for those on our mailing list, starting Monday, you will receive a link to a webinar we created with details on the course and coaching of cost and what you get with it and all those kind of 
things, questions you may have. And if we work one-on-one with coaching, the course is automatically included as always. Anyways, so make sure you're signed up, which you can do on our website, thelifestylepractice.com, and then you will not miss out. And seriously, after the door shuts, after seven days, you will have missed out until our next launch later in the year. By then, though, everyone who got in this time will be kicking butt in their practice more than they ever have, and you'll be sick with regret. Capiche? So let's move on to the topic at hand today. And first, I'm going to start with asking you two questions. Number one, do you truly want to grow, develop, and improve? And number two, the next question I want to ask is, what are you intentionally doing every day to make sure you do? And I ask those questions because I know sustained success. Everybody can get lucky once in a while, but sustained success, which is what we want for ourselves and our clients, it doesn't happen by accident. And if we open our eyes to it, we can see examples all around us. If someone wants to lose weight, who is more successful? The person who says, I'm going to try and watch it this week. Or the person who's intentional and plans out their meals and preps them half the day on Sunday. Who's more likely to get up and go work out in the morning? The person who says, if I wake up tomorrow, I'm going to go work out. If I wake up early enough, I'm going to go work out. Or the person who sets their alarm an hour and a half before they have to get up and lays out all their gym clothes the night before. Who's being more intentional? Who's more likely to have a more successful practice? The doc who says, I'd like to get better at case presentation. Or the doc who is intentional and says, I'm going to get help and then write out my case presentation until they're ingrained in my mind and I'm saying exactly what I want to say in the most clear and concise manner. And I could give you example after example like that for dental practice. And we do in the new course. But I want you to think about those things. Because I don't look at this podcast as a way for you to kill 30 minutes on your way to work. If that's what you're looking for, then just listen to the radio. Because I always want to speak to the heart of those that want more and are willing to put in the effort to get it. Hopefully, you know that by now because that's my MO, period. And today, I want to teach on the topic of buyer's remorse. And I know many of you, understandably, are wondering, what the heck does this have to do with me building a stronger practice? And I'm going to tell you, the answer is a lot. And like a lot of my favorite topics, it's one I've never heard talked about anywhere else. Not saying it hasn't, I just haven't heard it. So... How does buyer's remorse work with our patients? Let me tell you. Have you ever told a patient they need a crown or a filling or a root canal and they say, well, doc, that tooth has never bothered me before. We've all heard that, right? If you haven't, you will. But more often than that, patients are thinking that, but they don't even say it. But a percentage of them, even if they're saying that or thinking that, will come in to your office and drop 500 to 1000 bucks of their hard-earned money to get the tooth fixed anyway just because you suggested it. And we're assuming your diagnosis was right and they really needed it regardless that that tooth has been asymptomatic to them up until that point or not. So fast forward, and they come in. Like I said, that tooth has never hurt. They get that crown done, and it still doesn't hurt. 
they can't tangibly feel or see any great improvement, even though we know there has been improvement in their health. And what do a percentage of those patients end up thinking? They think, why the heck did I really just get that done? Did I really need that? Did I just get schnookered to pay my dentist boat payment this month? In a lot of those cases, a patient may even feel foolish, even though you did everything perfect. You told the patient the truth that they had a problem. You fixed the problem. But in a way, those problems are theoretical to our patients. It's not like a facelift where they can see a difference or a knee replacement where now they can walk better or the butt implants I invested in earlier this year that are paying huge dividends for me. Just kidding. I didn't invest in butt implants. I got them for free. Just wanted to make sure you were paying attention. So when a patient feels foolish or questions if they did the right thing by taking your word for it, it makes them gun shy. It makes them less likely to buy from you the next time. Sometimes, again, even if you did everything right, it may cause resentment. And the next time you see them and you diagnose something else, those feelings come flooding back. I'm not really sure I even needed that last crown, so I'm going to hold off on this one. And that creates an uphill battle for your case presentation. And in my practice, I'm always looking to create a downhill battle for my case presentation. Not only does it increase acceptance and sales, but it increases efficiency in my exams. Here's a non-dental example. I very, very rarely see bugs or spiders in my house. But we're on some quarterly program my wife signed us up for to have our house sprayed. And whenever I see them pull up in my driveway, I'm rolling my eyes thinking, there goes another 150, 200 bucks. I'm peeing away again. Because they come in, they spray, and they leave. And I don't ever see a problem. Now, if they'd stop and say, hey, Mr. Short, just wanted to let you know, staying on top of these sprays is really helping keep your house bug free. And I located a few spiders in the basement, but I hit those areas real good. And that should take care of that problem. Well, then I'm thinking, this isn't a waste of money. I'm getting some benefit from it. And if they would have that talk with me, I'd be much more likely to say, sure, go ahead. When they hit me with the old, hey, the inside of the house has been looking good, but we haven't sprayed the outside in a while. And to continue keeping the inside bug free, I suggest doing a spray around the points of entry outside the house. But that's going to be another 50 bucks. And I'd say, good point. Let's do it because the inside is paying off. But when I never hear a report and I never see or feel a problem, right or wrong, I start to feel like I'm just setting 200 bucks on fire every three months. In my mind, I'm like, heck no, you're not getting any more money for us. I already feel bad that I'm peeing away this amount of money. I was born at night. But I wasn't born last night, buddy. And whether you want to admit it or not, our patients are the same way. We need to prevent their buyer's remorse. And by doing so, 
It makes them feel better about their own choices, which is number one. It makes them feel better about our office. And next time you have to tell them they need some work done, the feelings come back that they made a good decision for their health last time, that you help them avoid subsequent costly or painful outcomes. So how do we work this to our advantage? How do I help alleviate our patient's buyer's remorse? And actually, it's very simple. This list isn't exhaustive. I could go through a thousand examples, but here's how it usually looked in my office. Mrs. Jones comes in for a crown on a tooth that needs it, but isn't bothering her. When we're done, usually right after prepping is when I like to do this. I'd let her know, Mrs. Jones, you made a great decision today. I know that tooth wasn't bothering you, but the decay was even deeper, larger, whatever than we initially thought. And I'm confident you avoided a much bigger issue in the future by getting this done now. So well done you. And while I'm doing this, my assistant is shaking their head up and down. So Mrs. Jones is getting that added confirmation there as well. Sometimes I would be busy and I'd forget to say that. And that's when the training of my team came in and my assistant would fill in for me and say something like, Mrs. Jones, I was watching in there and I can tell you, you made a great decision to get this done before it got any worse. Now you can adjust those simple conversations based off if it was a filling or a crown, a crack or decay, et cetera. But let's take a look at what that does. Mrs. Jones now feels like she made a good decision, a wise decision. She probably actually saved herself money and or future pain by getting this treated now. She feels good about herself leaving your office. And the next time I have to tell Mrs. Jones she needs something done, those thoughts and feelings are going to come rushing back. That she made a good decision before, that she avoided pain before, that she likely saved herself money in the long run last time. All of which turned my uphill battle into a downhill battle. And I'm no, no dummy, believe it or not. If I only did this one time, it doesn't move the needle in my practice much. But if I'm consistent and I do this across a thousand or two thousand patients over time, my efficiency during my exams and my case acceptance dramatically increases. Like I said earlier, this is easy to implement. It doesn't cost you anything. All it takes is a little intentionality and preparation. And that preparation is what will fuel your confidence and will create your separation. That's it for today. If you need anything, you can email us at Justin Derek Steve at lifestylepractice.com. And again, if you're looking to take advantage of the TLP Academy 2.0 or work together one on one, next week is going to be your opportunity. So don't miss out. Until next week, peace. Without a net, never break a sweat Cause I live my life like it's all I got